0: Iowa Everywhere.
1: Chris Williams. Was Chris? Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. <laughs> Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere.
0: Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work.
1: Hello, it's uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday, the 4th of August. You're watching two guys named Chris uh, live right now on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, You may be listening to us after the fact on Iowa Everywhere. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, it has been a crazy 48 hours or so. We thought this would be the case when we were on Thursday morning. And, well, since then, Chris Hassel, uh, it appears that Oregon and Washington flashbacks of Ronnie Harmon um, for the Hawkeyes out there uh, joining the big 10 really looks strongly like Arizona is going to be in the big 12 and we still have some chips to fall to see if the big 12 is going to add two more teams to get to 16. But this has been Really crazy. This has probably been the biggest shift in realignment that we've had in in history as far as like a a short period of time. Normally it's been one or two teams here, and then you wait a year. Somebody else makes the move. This has gotten nuts. We're basically an entire conference Sands two to four teams is on the move. That would be Washington State, Oregon State, Stanford, and California. But, yeah. What are your thoughts on the last 48 hours? Well, I mean, just my thoughts on the
2: Big Ten adding Oregon and Washington. Um, As I said yesterday, I thought this whole thing has been inevitable ever since they added USC and UCLA. I just, I, I figured that this had to happen, that the Big Ten had this in their plans and it was just a matter of time before it happened. Now, I wasn't sure if TV networks were going to have enough money to pay for these editions. And we don't know, as of right now, the chunk that Washington and Oregon are going to get can't be a full share. I, I would be stunned if it's close to a full share because of that money right now. But it, it sucks. As a Big Ten fan, this just... It, I know it's already kind of been ruined, and it started, of, started with the addition of, of Maryland and Rutgers. These are better ads than Maryland and Rutgers. I'll say that. But as a fan of the Big Ten, growing up in the 80s and 90s, Penn State came in.
0: They fit,
2: though. Mm-hmm. Penn
0: State fit
2: the mold. Felt like a Big Ten too. Notre Dame would fit the mold. Rutgers, Maryland do not. USC, UCLA, give me a break. Washington, Oregon, get the F out of here. Uh, It had to happen, though, Chris, I think, because you needed more schools in the West Coast. If you're getting two teams in Los Angeles, you had to have more teams on the West Coast. But I'm not sure that you could get two teams farther away from Los Angeles on the West Coast than these two teams.
1: I th- gosh, it's who good as the it? Big Ten to, you know, take the moral high ground here and really let the Big Twelve kill off the Pac twelve, and now Big I Ten think they wanted to. to pick up the scraps.
2: But isn't isn't Eugene Seattle? Those are like almost a thousand miles, if not more than a thousand miles away from Los Angeles. So Dude, it's that's not. It's a, a long ass flight. Have you ever yeah, flown out there? Like it's God. not like this is going to make their trips that much easier. But now you've got that pot of four over there. You got the pot of four on the West Coast.
1: I read somewhere that, like, for Oregon and Washington, they were estimating $10 million in travel expenses alone to join. I saw
2: someone suggest this morning on Twitter that the, and this is, I'm sure, coming from some Big Ten source that said, well, you know, I don't know, you know, the Oregon thing, it might not go through because, you know, the Big Ten's a little worried about, you know, travel. And getting to Eugene, no, (laughs) come on. We threw travel out the window a long time ago. Yeah, we're uh, years ago. It it does not matter anymore where you're located, how tough it is to get there. It's just about the money. That's it. The only thing that makes sense are dollars and cents at this point. And that is why the Big Ten now has four freaking teams on the West
1: Coast. Oh, just wait till Iowa gets put in that Western pod. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa, Nebraska, UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington, maybe throw like Northwestern and I don't know who else you'd throw in there. Iowa's not even going to play those Big Ten West schools. I'm just kidding. It's probably not going to happen. But the whole point of it but is – Don't you it, think, it,
2: though, that the, the Big Ten's going to have to add, I think, two
1: more teams out West? I mean, it, I think it's fairly there, – there's a couple of there's a couple of ways to talk about this. I mean, that would make sense now. But, like, I've been hearing in my big 12 circles, and I still am right now, that while they think it's likely Arizona State and Utah will end up in the league, the television networks – and I know you've heard some stuff through your own conversations – They're not just throwing money at this. This is not what it was 10, 10, 15 years ago. This isn't what it was a year ago because a lot of these
2: networks used every dollar they had and then some to secure these new contracts, Mm -hmm. whether it's ESPN or Fox or NBC, CBS, they all paid. The same
1: networks that didn't bid on the Pac-12. Yes. So put us in this spot.
2: Really, the only places that
1: have money
2: right now are the places like Apple, which is why I think there was for a time this morning some talk that the the Pac-12 might try to stay together. Because I'm guessing the teams like Cal and Stanford, who aren't getting that trip to the Big Ten yet, they're thinking, "Oh, geez, well we gotta we gotta salvage something. We gotta keep everybody together for a little bit longer. Let's try to." make something work because we don't want a couple teams leaving and we get left behind cuz th- that that's appears to be happening at least for now. Now I don't know how long this is going to go, but it seems to me like Washington and Oregon were going to be offered a larger share than Cal and Stanford. And maybe the money's not there yet for Cal and Stanford, but whenever they come, it's going to be less money. It's going to be less Doesn't of a it share.
1: Just makes sense for Stanford at least to just be an independent. I mean, these two like I have a hard time believing but Cal and Stanford with their uppity elitist leadership. How are they going to make up for lives. all of the media rights money though? I don't though? I don't know, but I'm saying Stanford because who's paying
2: for We know who's paying for Notre Dame football. People are going to watch Notre Dame football on NBC. Yeah, Who Stanford the hell have- is going to make up that whether it's 20 or $50 million a year coming in annually. Apple? Who's going to make up for that
1: to carry could, Stanford Athletics? Could, could, I, don't, I don't know, but I'm telling you, those two schools and their leadership, they are not going to be like, yeah, we'll just go to the Mountain West, be a really good Mountain West because of the academic thing. They think about it. Differently. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I look at that and I go, if they're not getting the Big 10 offer, they're sure as hell not going to the Big 12. They didn't want to talk to the Big 12. You think they're going to talk to the Mountain West? But don't you think Boise if was like a community Cal, college not if, that long If ago. they
2: stay, which it appears like they're going to have to for now, and they can keep, you know, a couple of, you know, you still have Oregon State, you still have Washington State, don't you think, even if it's just those four teams left? Don't you think that they would then invite a handful of teams from the Mountain West and still call it the Pac-10, Pac-12, Pac-8?
1: Yes, but uh, that's like a perception thing only, though. I'm telling you. It's a brand. But I'm telling you these...
2: Well, no, they're not going to want to, but Williams, what other
1: choice do they have? I think Stanford will go independent and... (laughs) I mean... Matt, will you look up? And I know it's different. I understand the differences here. Will you look up Stanford's endowment fund? Will you just look that up for me? You need to. We need to put a actual price tag on how much Stanford is worth. And again, I, I am. You have to separate athletics from academics. But my point is, these people don't they they don't do that there. Like they look at it as, oh, if we're going to play. Boise, then we need to be on par with. They need to be on par with us academically too. What a thirty-seven point eight billion dollars. Yep. <laughs> okay, now look up Iowa and Iowa State's real quick too, just for but a comparison. Do,
2: do you really think though that that matters? You think that they? I here's
1: my point. My point is not they, that you, they're, you they're not going to take money. money from the endowment to pay for the athletic department. That's not what I'm saying. My point is how much bigger academics are to these people compared to Iowa no States is 1.4 million. Okay. There's no, there's no doubt about Billion, that. not one, not million, billion. Yeah. Billion, 1.4 billion. Thank you, Matt. It's a, it's just a different deal to these people. And yeah. I, they, they will not want to, because they are such snobs. They will not want to associate with Boise state or Utah state or, UNLV. I, okay, I so they will not they will not be in a league with what, what they would probably end up doing is just
2: taking a really small share from the Big Ten. Then why? Why? Yeah, give if that all offer that up? comes
1: absolutely because the Big Ten sees itself, you know, is with its AAU institutions and all that. The Big Ten is the one conference that really has kind of held to that standard as far as the the academics thing go. I'm just telling you, I don't I don't think Cal and Stanford are going to be like part of this. Juiced up, Mountain West. I just, I just don't see it.
2: I think that they'll end up in the Big Ten. I think both of them will because I think the Big Ten like needs soon? more teams out west. I yeah, I'm not saying this go round, but I, I I just feel like keep
1: an eye on the this. Big
2: Ten. It can't just be those four teams out west that are still thousands of miles away, a thousand miles away. They're not that much closer to L.A. than
1: Lincoln, Nebraska is, and Iowa City is. I could see Stanford having like a deal with Apple, say pay us pay us 15 million a year. They have the number one athletics department in the country. We're going to put Stanford golf swimming, have our own channel. Do,
2: do you really think that they're going to have enough people paying is that worth 15 million dollars to Apple? I don't know,
1: but I think Apple I like think that's so. the type I, of crap they would I, want. It would almost be like an a la carte thing where Apple could be like, pick certain be schools like, and they could have their own little Longhorn network like, that's, yeah, that's streaming only. I was going to comp it to the Longhorn network. I feel like Stanford's the one, I don't know, just whatever. I don't think our audience really gives a shit about Stanford. Okay, let's no. get on to the other no. stuff. I promise you they will not associate with those Mountain West schools. You already owe me $100. For what? Because Bloom didn't go to that party. No, Bloom owes you $100. That's
2: not how it works. It is how it works. Um, Bloom was the one that made me
1: take the bet. Let's talk about the Big 12 now. So, really looks likely that Arizona's there, clearly. So, that's number 14. The hope for the Big 12 this whole time was that they could get to 16 and take Arizona State in Utah and that would make a ton of sense. The one thing I like about what the Big 12's done here is it's it's targeted fairly like-minded schools, right? Like all This is why the Big 12 is stable now. The reason the Big 12 is stable now is because nobody else wants these people. And they all know that they're better off together than they are splintering off as individuals. Iowa State, nobody wants you. Kansas, nobody wants you. Arizona, nobody wants you. This is how it's gone for 15 years now. And we all get it, and we're cool with it. Um, you bring in Colorado and Arizona, they fit the mold perfectly. A little humbling needs to be done right here with Arizona State and Utah, in my opinion. They have been very snobbish towards the Big 12 for the last year, which is whatever. I make their asses sweat for at least two weeks before I extend an offer to these people. And... In all seriousness, we have to talk about the money. All of my sourcing has said, listen, I think it'll probably get done, but just because Fox and ESPN are supposed to let us add to 16 yeah. doesn't mean they want to.
2: That's the thing. Well, if, if one school and one conference want to join together and it's like, okay, great, let's do it, there's still one more hurdle to get over. <laughs> And it's whether or not there's enough money from TV
1: coming in for them. So let me explain this to people out there who think like, well, they can just add the two more and they would be done. The Big Ten adding Oregon and Washington is coming out of Fox primarily. Now NBC and CBS would have to kick in a little bit because that's part of their deal. But Fox is the primary rights holder to the Big Ten conference. Okay? So Fox now... So they picked up the bill for Colorado. They're going to pick up the bill for Arizona. Now they've got to pick up a bigger bill, albeit at a reduced share price for Oregon and Washington. And you would have to tell them, oh yeah, you got to add Arizona State and Utah too. The Big Ten's expansion likely helped the Big 12 secure Arizona. But it might be a detriment to the Big 12 growing to 16. It might. There's also another possibility, although I'm told this is probably unlikely to happen, but I think it's possible that the Big 12 could potentially, and the Big 10 potentially could do this too. I think this is a realistic opportunity to get Amazon involved. Um, I know that the Big 10 was flirting there. I think that if the Big 10 had signed a game with Amazon – a year ago and like giving them one game a week. I think the big 12 would have ended up doing that too. I have really good sources at Amazon. They wanted multiple conferences playing. They didn't want to be in bed with one conference. They wanted one big 10 game, one big 12 game, one Pac 12 game to engage the entire country in their product. That is a way to mm-hmm. find a little bit more money for these schools. And I have not heard a thing about Amazon getting reinvolved. but I'm saying if these contracts, if these media companies I think it would be really dumb for everybody in short-sighted to not bring in Arizona State and Utah at this point because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. If not now, this whole thing's going to go over again in three years. But I'm telling you right now that the money is not flowing like it was in college athletics. And I'm also at the point, too, it's like, man, like, What's it going to look like in 31, 32? I, this could be our bubble. This could be as far as the massive checks that these conferences are are getting right now. This could be the bubble. We thought that about 10 years ago. Bubble didn't burst. I'm looking around right now. Cord cutting. Um, and I'll tell you what, man. In the next 15 years, how many people will buy a subscription to watch their team play is going to matter more than the stupid television eyeballs argument that we heard 15 years ago when y'all were adding mm-hmm. Rutgers and Maryland to your conference. Like, that and doesn't matter going forward.
2: Looking back on that again, it's just ridiculous, ridiculous additions by the Big Ten, but it got them to this point. It made, yeah, it you know, made sense it, then. It got Absolutely. them to... Uh, not a maybe not level playing field with the SEC, but really, really, really close, and the ability now to make more money than the SEC in, in TV rights. And that's where this whole thing kind of got started with a, a lesser revenue share. When Maryland and Rutgers came in, they didn't get the regular chunk of the pie, they got a smaller amount, and that's probably why Oregon and Washington are going to accept that as well, not because they're a lesser um, institution or a lesser athletic department, it's just right now the money isn't all there. I think eventually they're going to get those shares, but right now it's going to be a lesser share. And think of this, if you're let's just say ESPN that just, for the first time missed out and kind of let the big Ten go so that they could grab all the SEC. Now, this is two more teams the Big Ten isn't going to have access to, Oregon and Washington. It's 18 teams now that won't be airing on the Big Ten. Map Matt Van Winkle just put up the map of, of the all Big Ten. It fits so which,
1: perfectly, and then you
2: have the West Coast there. There yeah. are now more teams in the Big Ten on the West Coast than there are on the East Coast. God, the East Coast is Rutgers and Maryland, and you got to go a little ways inland for Penn State.
1: When's the first Big Ten basketball tournament in L.A.? Oh, that's coming or Seattle. The, it, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the,
2: there will be a Big Ten football championship game played in L.A. at some point. You know that. It may Big maybe ten always after dark. Oh yeah, yeah. Now the Big Ten is controlling that Pacific time zone as well. But how are you going to split this up? They just spent how much time and resources trying to figure out next year's schedule? Because Washington and Oregon, they're coming next year too. This isn't years down the road. Yeah. They're coming in with UCLA and USC. The Pac-12's done. Like they, This is its last year. Like this, So... And, uh, yeah. Now what do you do with the schedule next year? The conference schedule next year. This is going to affect Iowa's protected rivals, I think. I don't no think you doubt. can allow you Iowa one. to have yeah. all of those protected rivals that they had in the in the original model with UCLA and USC. If you're adding Washington and Oregon, this changes everything. <sighs>
1: Yeah, you, you guys drop a protected rival for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. You can't let Iowa have three and then some of
2: them have one. So now the question is, who do you drop if you're Iowa? And Van Wink's got it pulled um, up. The, 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 what was supposed to be the schedule for next year with is it Iowa playing USC
1: Who's and Who's your protected UCLA. ones now? Boy, Iowa it's had Nebraska, more than Wisconsin, everybody else. Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Minnesota.
2: Minnesota. And uh, most teams had one. Uh, Iowa had three. I as as we talked about when this came out, I would I would like to keep Wisconsin and Nebraska, and drop Minnesota. But I understand the people that want to keep you know keep playing for the pig every year. And in that case, I think you got to drop Nebraska if you're going to keep Minnesota. If it's only two, I think it needs to be Wisconsin has to be saved you got to play wisconsin every year
1: even so you got to drop wisconsin? either minnesota Does it or still nebraska matter now that <laughs> they're in the air yeah raid?
2: now that they're air raid and they're no longer like you and they've got a totally different coach it's going to they're going to have to work fast think about that the, the huge deal that they made and we made about the schedule release yeah, it's all done nope and now it's just torn up, tossed into the air. Iowa might be going to Eugene next year.
1: <laughs> Iowa with road trips to Seattle, Eugene, and Los Angeles. My god. I um Okay, so let's look at the Big 12. If, if they get to 16, so this would have been the sim- similar deal to what the Big 10 just did that they have to tear up now. I would kind of like the I mean, would it make sense to do the... Well, I don't know if you do the pod thing. Do you do the pod thing with 16? I would like this. Here's what I would like. is With 16, a big um,
2: here's yeah, what I would you do like. Four, you can do yeah. four 14 pods. And so you That's play what three I would teams like. every year.
1: The and maybe one protected outside of that. I uh-huh. mean, keep keep as many of the old Big Eight together. Keep the Pac-12 together maybe i mean i would personally like to put the four newcomers put them in their own deal right and then let the texas schools be in a pod right wouldn't that make Mm -hmm. the most sense i mean screw geographics like i don't really care about the geographics like i am i don't but you got to have utah and byu in the same damn pod you have to yes you have you know so maybe it's not as cut and dry as as i just made it out to be but i'm just thinking out loud here That what makes these sports so great is when you see similar teams every year. You got to keep these old Big Eight schools, keep Iowa State, Kansas State, Kansas, Oklahoma State, all in the same one. They got to be playing every year, right? Yes. The old Southwestern Conference teams, you keep TCU, Baylor, Texas, Texas. See, I think for the Big Twelve,
2: it can be pretty easy with with you know if they add the teams we think they're going to add. If they add Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. I think it's, it's it would be really easy to split that up and have something that makes sense, which is something you cannot do in the Big Ten. It's impossible now. You, you know, you realize this starting next year, Iowa will play fewer teams in the Big Ten than they won't play. You get what I'm saying? They will yeah. play. Yeah. What? Because there's 18 teams now, you play nine and you won't play, well, I guess you count Iowa, so that's it's 50-50. You're barely you're playing half of the teams in the conference. So it starts to get really tough to make these schedules out where you see a team. can you do that now where you see a team every other year? Because that was going to be, with the 16, you were going to be able to, you would see Ohio State every other year. You would see Michigan every other year. They would come to your stadium once every four years at minimum. Mm -hmm. Does, Does going to 18 end that? Will going to 20 make it so you're not seeing a team maybe in seven or eight years? And The Big Twelve, if 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 they go to sixteen like that, I I think the Big Twelve has word. something that works a lot better than the Big Ten does. <laughs> At least in your in your head, I'm telling and to like, keep well, some of these rivalries.
1: Right, think about it this way: Big Ten goes to twenty, okay, hypothetically, and we haven't even gotten to the ACC yet. All right, and that's a whole shit show going on out in your neck of the woods by the way. Everybody wants out. Yeah. Well, Florida State wants to go venture We're going to end up with three 24-league teams. Or 24-team leagues is what we're going to end up with. And Notre Dame is going to either have to take a dump or get off the pot with the Big Ten Potentially, I, I don't know exactly how this is going to look, but we're going to end up with the 24 Team leagues, three of them, because the ACC is going to implode. The Big Ten is going to swoop in and get its Virginias and all the academic, and then all the leftovers will end up at the Big Twelve. While Florida State and Clemson will go to the SEC or in Virginia Tech or whoever. Pitt, Louisville, those teams will end up in the Big Twelve. This is how it's going to play out. Mark it down right here, August fourth. Okay. Okay. And we're we're just going to have three. Conferences that all have geographic divisions, as geographic yes. as possible, and then but but then like with that, we're we're not going to have some of the greatest rivalries in the history of college athletics because of the greed in television executives over the last twenty years. Well, That's how you this see, will play out. That's how it will play being
2: out. Being in UCF's geographic pod. in this new Big Twelve, yeah
1: in the 24 league Big 12 2014 Big 12
2: Yeah, who else who who else you you It'll be
1: you... West Virginia, it'll be Louisville, Pittsburgh, um maybe Virginia Tech but these leftover ACC teams, Cincinnati. So then it'll be it'll be Iowa State and just kind of go down there, Kansas State. Um well actually the, 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 the Do you see where I'm going with this, though? Like We're going to have, it's going to be what we've always talked about that we wanted, but it's going to be so stupid because the great rivals aren't going to be in the same conference, so they still won't play.
2: Uh, Somebody had a suggestion for the Big Ten, you know, once it gets to 20 or 24, have the Big Ten OG, the original Big Ten in one division and all the newcomers in the other. Problem is, these Newcomers, you, you would have, then you would have like Rutgers and USC in the same division.
1: Yeah, and then we're, yeah, you're right. And we're also going to get back into the deal where it's just like, well, The Big Twelve North is terrible, or the Big Ten West is terrible. It's going to be oh
2: that Pod number three in the Big Twelve. That's that's a shit Pod. How do they get
1: access to the playoff? It's like a JV league. Okay,
2: now with with the addition of these more teams, could you see this being the end of non conference games
1: too? I mean, don't people? Wouldn't people rather see these more marquee names? Boy, I wouldn't want to be an FCS team that gets funded by these these things right now because. The other aspect of that, Matt, is there's been a lot of pressure from television to not allow those teams to mm-hmm. be on the schedule because they're not as sexy of a television. Well,
2: and let, uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, and apologies to the folks in Cedar Falls. I, I don't, I don't care to see an FCS team play an FBS team anymore. I, I really don't. I, I never have, but I really now with so many teams in these conferences. Yes, I would rather see a conference game over just a buy game that doesn't mean anything. I I get that it's going to be hard
1: for these FCS schools, but we're just well, especially we're in with a new these, age with these giant leagues. Though it's like play one non-conference game because that allows Iowa and Iowa State to play Florida State, Florida. Or, you know, like these great mm-hmm. rivalries of these... I'm worried partners. that
2: those are going to go away, they, though. They will. Because they're, of They're this. going
1: to. They're going to go away. I think this.
2: Iowa and Iowa State has a much better
1: chance of going away the more teams you add to the Big Ten. But what, like, my point is, why are we playing FCF schools now in these giant leagues? Just You should be playing two teams from the other division of your giant. Yeah,
2: well, here's the here's the thing that might save those FCI schools is these coaches they don't want to play 12 really hard games they don't they want to have some of these games they don't want to go week in and week out toe to toe with someone on the same playing field as them they they've gotten used to having eight home games every year Mm -hmm. you know money and competition you bring in these teams you beat the crap out of them you pay them and it goes as a win in your checkbook because it's a home game and you get all that revenue and it's a win in you know on your tally for the end of the year to get closer to double digit wins or or whatever you have in your contract that escalates so i think there are going to be coaches that will argue no even though these conferences are getting bigger no
1: we still want to play these games because we need them i think it like I think it's better for all of college football when those, not FCS, but like those, there's been, I think it's, it makes it more interesting when like the Mac is involved. I disagree. Like the, I I think it's the American and like, I, not for it, fans.
2: I do not think
1: you, it, it you think rarely you,
2: happens. Williams. It's so rare that you get
1: yeah, But
2: the but, but, app but, state but, over Michigan.
1: Hear me out. We're going into a new era, though, where these guys have a much better access to the playoff, or they're supposed to at least. Who? You're talking about these group of five teams? The American, the Mountain West, right? Like This thing, I, this I 12-team playoff is built for them to have an opportunity. But you know what? This this 12-team playoff, just like Big Ten
2: schedule that was made up, that thing's going to get ripped up, too. Because with Oregon and Washington and Colorado leaving and probably Arizona and probably Arizona State – there's no more auto bid for the Pac-12. You got to go back to square one with the rules they wrote for the playoff cuz the Pac-12 does not get an auto bid.
1: I just think the sports better when these like the American and our You think our com- the sports better wants to see USA. Akron at Penn State instead of Penn State. You got to give them a Minnesota. Chip. The decks already stacked against them. You got to give them an opportunity at it's, some point. or find them ship, kick them out Williams, and make that them have ship their own has division. Sailed. Then that make them have their own division. Settled.
2: Then and, and they might. I mean, that's I where that's we're headed, isn't it?
1: Dan Wetzel, uh, the great writer Do you want to see?
2: An, do you want to see the Vikings play some just lower level non NFL team that they're just gonna beat ninety nine
1: percent of the no, time but, and it's but, not a real game? No, no. But I like, I like watching maxion. and I like knowing. Yeah, you know what? I might, I might be bet, might. I might see this team in a bowl game later on, or they. Oh, that you can still
2: watch Maxion. You can still watch. It won't be the same.
1: It won't be the same if they're not in the same division. I won't watch it. I'm telling you, I won't. I'm not going to watch it if it. It won't get the TV ratings it does now.
2: I don't. I don't care if it gets the TV ratings it does now. I, as a fan, I want to see my team play the best schedule possible. So you want like these 65
1: teams to just be in its own division then? At this point, is that what you're... I, I,
2: I, look, if I had it my way, we'd go back to 10 or 11 teams in the Big Ten and you'd play all of them in the year and the other game would be Iowa State. Yes, that's what I want to see. You,
0: you, play, a, you Maybe know what you have two is?
2: non-conference games and it's Iowa State it, and you also play
1: Auburn. If I think that that'd happens. Be really cool. If that happens, there's going to be a rude awakening for a lot of coaches and fan bases out there, though. So, like I've already, I've always said that somebody has to suck. Like not everybody yes. can be good. yes.
2: That and, and that's it, <laughs> the problem with this new, the new SEC yeah. in particular. And if now take the Big out, Ten is
1: turning into that. If you take out all these buy games and stuff, like becoming bowl eligible becomes a lot more difficult. And then we're not giving away all these like bonuses. Like oh, this coach gets four hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for winning six games. Like everything really changes if you go to that. Uh, somebody has to be the Detroit Lions. You know, yes. Somebody has to be the Cleveland Browns. We can't and there all be are the Patriots. Be great programs
2: that you look at now as a great program that because of this realignment, because of how many teams are in the league now, that will take a big step down to a mediocre program. Maybe it's Oklahoma. You've ruled the roost in the Big Twelve for so long. Been in the college football playoff. You're winning the conference all the time. Now you go to the SEC. And it is going to be an absolute meat grinder just to get to nine wins.
1: I think Oklahoma is the new Arkansas. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder, too, about these new Big Ten teams because it's like, I mean, the different world. Like, if you're Oregon and Washington and you've played in that, I mean, the Pac 12 has been by far, I think, the most finesse type league. And I, They've had good teams, but they've been not... I mean, we've seen them. They've never really had success in the playoff. They struggled to get to the playoff. And now all of a sudden, you've got to travel like that, and you're playing against a totally different style. I don't know. It's going to be fascinating. There is an interesting note, though. Both Oregon and Washington have
2: been in the playoff. Yeah. Good point. USC and UCLA, no. A lot of Big Ten teams right now, no. But... Oregon and Washington made it there when they were in the Pac-12. Now, it's going to be really interesting to see how they break up the schedule for next year and if, if this is the beginning of, you know, maybe four, six more teams in the Big Ten. Because you know all of these teams now want out. All of them all the teams that are left in the Pac-12 and all of the teams in the ACC. Everyone is scrambling now because it's clear there are three conferences. And you better be in one of them to survive.
1: Well, we're we're wrapping up here, but now we now we go on ACC watch, right? I mean, the Big 12 thing's going to be interesting over the weekend. I can promise you, Brett Yormark, sitting with television executives, trying to figure out how to get the money for Arizona State and Utah. That's the next step to fall.
2: You know what would be great for the Big Twelve? Add Florida State and Miami. Be awesome. There you got your UCF is right there. Now you've got your geographical pod for UCF. But you know that those schools, those schools are. They're looking higher than that.
1: They're thinking if, it's if SEC I'm, or Big yeah. Ten or nothing. I agree, but like, God, like, because of the financials is what you're saying, and they probably belong and in that prestige.
2: I, I just yeah, those yeah. schools look at themselves like national powers and national brands. But you cannot brands. convince
1: me that it wouldn't be better for those schools to be in the Big Twelve compared to right the SEC. now. Yes, like, but absolutely. I think they think access they can to the playoff, access to a national championship. Yeah. You're like right. Oklahoma b- belongs in the Big Twelve. It's a Big Twelve school, mm-hmm. right? Like they they've been dominating this league for 15 years. They've you know they were a couple plays away from beating Georgia in the playoff with Baker Mayfield. Like it's not like they've been you know they got killed a bunch of times in there, but they were going to the playoff regularly. Williams, they will not point, do that in the in the SEC. Similar to your point
2: earlier about how you know Stanford. Isn't going to want to associate with Mountain West teams because of academics. Drake brings up a good point. Florida State and Miami do not want to align themselves with UCF, Central Central Florida. Florida. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, it would take. They would have to be so desperate and last. But but if I'm the Big Twelve, if I'm your mark, I'm making a push for them. Why not? Everybody has a price now, because they don't want to be left behind. Because it is, it's fine it, we, We've reached the chaos point, the breaking point. This is it.
1: Um, Zach says he will like and subscribe to the podcast if you get a if you do a Bloom impression. What would what would he, what would Bloom be? I don't know. What, can Bloom make a interesting nil argument about the Pac-12 schools? An interesting
2: NIL argument about the Pac-12 schools. I want to know. I'm serious. What happens to all those big deck energy T-shirts that Bloom was begging for last year for 100 deckers?
1: Well, I can tell you the ones that we've had uh, printed with Cyclone Fanatic or...
0: Hunter Deckers there, he just lost a five hundred dollar bet and now he's really sad and he doesn't have any money. Do you have some money for Hunter Deckers so he can bet some more, please? Allegedly. Allegedly.
1: There's a nice um tribe in Africa that's gonna have a bunch of hunter deckers T shirts. Yeah, Don't they do that man. like when the team doesn't win the World Series, they like send them over there and give them free clothes. You're welcome, Zach. You better subscribe. (laughs) All right. I
0: need some more money for the players so that they can go bet on the team. (laughs) Can I have some money?
2: And then who's the guy over at Iowa? Heinrichs. Heinrichs Heinrichs. is Yes, uh, uh, we we do want to open up a new NIL stream so that our kickers can continue to bet the under because... uh,
1: Is that not the most Iowa thing ever? You could not make it up. You could
2: not write a better headline than Iowa kicker bets the under. (laughs) And the total was 45 and it hit 44. Again, Or we looked the only- at the whole. We looked at the box score. We remember the game. There was nothing in there that suggests that yes. any of that happened for a reason. But it just it you can't make it up.
1: The Iowa punter betting the under would be the only other, <laughs> only other thing. Real quick, we'll just re. I I, I was at Iowa State's media day today. <sighs> Um, here, Fairway uh, presents two guys named Were you Chris allowed to C talk studio? to
2: any of the coaches or players? Or did Matt Campbell keep everybody under lock and key?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought he handled it as well as he could have. In-
2: I saw the clip that you posted at Cyclone Fanatic. I thought so, too. I think he was pretty yeah. considerate of yeah, he, saying, look, I know you guys have to do your job, but did anyone said- ask him after that, though, like any follow-up questions about the gambling?
1: Um. Yeah, and he really, I mean, he was consistent. You know, Pollard put out that statement, too, ongoing investigation. He did say that Gyrell Brock, the running back who's been rumored, has not been practicing, so you can do some math mm-hmm. on that. Um. He did say, too, like, I think f- from his standpoint, now you can argue with it and say whatever you want about it. I'm trying to convey to you what Matt was thinking through this thing was, Listen, we had no idea this that we had guys betting on the. T- we had no idea about that, and I believe him. I know that they they knew that guys were involved in an investigation. Oh, they yeah. didn't know how bad it was. Well, Kirk right? Ferentz said the same thing, correct? Um, and I trust them. They're not lying. That
2: to he us. said he said that, you know, nobody was betting on you know we didn't have anybody betting on Iowa, Iowa games and they and they did.
1: I, what Matt said was that this thing had gotten so out of control, I'm paraphrasing, but so crazy that he knew he didn't want to have the responsibility of all this to go on his assistant coaches and just random players and that he wanted to be the one to take it. And he said that he would make assistants and more players available to us throughout fall camp. Part of the uproar yesterday was that Iowa State sent out a camp schedule hassle. Do you remember back like in the Rhodes era, in the McCarney era, you could literally like talk to Iowa State coaches after every practice. Is how it used to yeah. be. There, we got the one yesterday, and there were only three media availabilities between now and kickoff. <laughs> and no, and, like it was crazy. Like just how different it was. So we all kind of freaked out, and I think that they they felt that, and I think that they thought about it, and I'll give them credit. Like this, here's the deal: there's no playbook to this. This is weird, weird times. I think that they thought about it and said, okay, that was probably a little bit too much. So, assuming that they stand by their word of what they said today, I think that they made it okay. But we'll see.
0: Can I have $100 to pay Chris Williams because I didn't show up to Andy Fair's party? Can I have it?
2: It's been a while since I broke out the bloom. I feel like th- you know we're we're getting into it now. It's football season. Bloom is back, hey, baby.
0: 100 deckers for his big deck energy t-shirts.
1: Can I- Was that a real t-shirt, the big deck energy t-shirt? Was that, that real? That was did- like a a shirt that some fans made, but that was not like a real t-shirt. It was but some people made big deck energy t-shirts <laughs> and were wearing them around the parking lot and stuff like that.
2: Oh, I'll never forget. It was about a year ago, maybe eleven months ago. I said, I think you said too. I think Hunter Deckers is going to end up
1: being a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Yeah, real, real geniuses here, right? Fucking idiots. God, didn't you pick <sighs> Iowa State to go to the Big
2: Twelve Championship? Oh yeah, I had him going like ten and two. I think after that three and zero starts.
1: Hey, look, we own our we own our mistakes. Yeah, oh, we're we not hiding behind anything. No. hell no. I can promise you with all don't disrespect. There's nobody who's a bigger idiot than me. <laughs> Perfect. George Costanza quote. <laughs> you never responded. I sent that clip to you and fails the other night and you guys never responded. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that off. Sorry. Fails didn't respond either.
2: I only respond to you about realignment. Fails never texts
1: me back. The only fails time I the, get a text from fails is when texter. he's having his party annually and I get the invite. That's it. He won't and anymore.
2: I don't know. He's in this. He's on this Instagram thing where I, I'll wake up and he'll, he'll he'll have sent me like four Instagram messages of like memes and reels, but he <laughs> won't respond to my my text asking him an important question. Hey, hey big uh, day for Iowa everywhere today as well, Chris, with the uh, announcement that yes, oh yes. we've got our. Our Hawkeye guys, our Big Ten guys. Yes. So we Lysico and Doctorman.
1: Weekly pod with Chad Lysico and Scott Doctorman. Starts a week from not next week, the week after, which is huge. I don't think there's two better Iowa guys in the market than those guys. It's phenomenal. And then the um, we're doing a big twelve show too with Nick Oson from two four seven. Nick's a great guy. Really, really have got enjoyed getting to know him. And then Jake Brind from Local 5, yeah, who great I really like, too. He's an Iowa State grad. He's a really passionate Big 12 guy. So, yeah, two new shots. He's shows, not an Iowa State grad. Days. He's a Simpson grad. Oh, yeah. He grew up an Iowa State fan. Okay. Wait, My I approach. thought he played tennis at Iowa State. No, it, Simpson. he's the best D3 tennis player in the state, right? Not the, isn't that the joke? He's lucky they didn't <laughs> geofence his ass the whole geofencing thing
2: i i think that the well, Wazarrique's lawyer is right by the way yes that's what i was just going to say <laughs> brings up a great point the whole geofencing i guess it's legal you can do the geofencing but you 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 can't have discretion right you yeah, can't, you can't profile only who
1: you're geofencing
2: but you know what we're going to let's pick out the four uh <laughs> highest profile sports only only men's because yeah. people don't care as much about Women's sports, yeah, there were no um, females at all, which I I get that. Well, why didn't they go to
1: Grandview? Wait, well, they're trying the, to catch so underage people. Like, they didn't. Thunder- they only went to Iowa and Iowa State, and I then was they told only, they only went to Northern Iowa too. But like, it, I find it shocking that well, nobody there's no in Northern way, Iowa got nobody. Yeah,
2: no. Yeah, I just, I, I find
1: that. it really hard to believe. But whatever. And I and and I find it hard to
2: believe that. If they really did geofence that, wouldn't all of the other athletic programs, men and women, be in this area? Or did they only geofence like, okay, this is the football locker room. This is the men's <laughs> basketball facility.
1: I'm just This is the well, glad This that is the wrestling room. That women's tennis facility. Yeah, how about how about the season? field hockey team? We had that great season in tennis, you know. I'm just really glad that Yeah. You know what? Maybe that's why Boomer Sia got out. I was thinking about this the other day. You know what? Have you ever met a, an athlete who bets more than golfers?
2: These no. golfers,
1: golfers. Are out here. I mean, God, they're like betting on every hole. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, well, look I'm what Phil Mickelson the...
2: did. What? Look what Phil Mickelson did. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you think Charles Barkley bets a lot? Jesus, I'm telling you, like, whatever, like. We had guys on our teams betting on their team, okay? Kick them out. Like, I'm not – they should be punished. They got caught, all this stuff. But, God, like this thing is – you made a great point on Thursday, Chris. When This has to be so rampant. Like, if our two universities, like this many people got busted – like, Campbell made a really good point today, I thought, in his press conference where he said it's a societal problem and anytime there's a societal problem, it always leaks into – your business, your family, your, your team or whatever. It's like, if let's say we, we found a study that tick tock is terrible for your brain. All I right? think there are studies that show yeah. that. Well, we have a no tick tock rule here in our, um, in our house. Right. But every other kid at school is doing it. It's eventually it's going to somehow seep some influence into our house. And that's kind of what Matt was saying. Mm-hmm. And he, and he's right. He didn't make an excuse. Like him and Kirk, I thought of both. This is a hard spot. Like these guys are, they've screwed up a lot in their careers. So have we, everybody has. This is a really hard spot. I think that, I think everybody's doing their best. I'll put it that way. Look at me getting all soft here towards the end of the show.
0: Oh, you're making me cry.
1: You're telling me though that there aren't, like football players around the country watching all this Iowa and Iowa State stuff, like absolutely sweating their asses off right Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. So and, hopefully
2: it... And I think it will curb a lot of it because this is getting national attention, because Hunter Deckers is like the poster boy now. And is he going to get another chance somewhere? Or is he going to have to go NAIA? I think he's... He, I, he won't play in the NCAA
1: again, I don't think. Shoot, if I were him right now, I'd go to an NAIA right now, play this year. Go play for Grandview and win a national championship. right Oh no, no go to St. Ambrose. How's the NIL situation? And Did you do any investigating? <laughs> uh, I,
2: I don't think there's a Good NIL thing about there, St.
1: Ambrose, it's right across from the uh, dirt track there at the fairgrounds.
2: Well, it's in the same vicinity. You could be a fighting bee. But see, see NAI—they can give scholarships where, like, Division Three, there's no scholarships. No, you get those. So like, that's cleans. your NIL, right there. Yeah. Maybe he goes. So Zach, maybe he goes and plays in the XFL with. Zach says Rocco St. Ambrose Bextap. has amazing dorms. Zach, I lived on campus at St. Ambrose one year, and they put me. It wasn't even a dormitory. They made me stay. In the church, okay, in the church, there was a one hallway of rooms where the priests live. Oh, no. Are you okay? I stayed on the same floor just down the hall from where the priests lived, and there were only like 20 of us. And we shared showers with the, you shared showers with the priest had, I believe their own shower. Cause I never saw that. I'm saying we shared showers in the hallway that the priests were living on. Isn't that crazy to you? Like what kind of what? college experience is that? So the priests don't have like their own house, not at St. Ambrose really they lived in, it was called, it was Hayes hall is what they called it i believe and it was the chapel it was the it was the church downstairs and upstairs were these rooms and i don't know if it was like overflow uh dorms or what but that's where i lived when i was at st Ambrose. i lived says, I with bet you the priests. pulled
1: some tail there Hassel.
0: so <laughs> like and if you if it you're was living in male, a church
2: it was all the, the, it was
1: there was no it was all males if you were living in a church, like, could you watch like R-rated movies in your room? Yes, like, I think you could. Were you like listening to like Tupac, like, like I was doing in college? Like, could you cuss?
2: Yeah, but you had to be like, it was not a great experience. And this all my, is you know, why all you're all the so guys, screwed up. Yeah. In the, you know, they're in the dorms, you know, on the other side of campus, li- living with all the cool people. And I'm in there, with my priests the priest i can't remember i think father i think his name is father miklo biggest notre dame fan i've ever met in my life
1: is this the guy you showered
2: with no, no i didn't shower with the priests <laughs> i'm just saying that it was the same floor where they lived they, I, they, he must have had a shower in his room or i, I don't know but he was always like you know, I don't understand it. I don't understand. You know, I, I go out, you have to have two or three beers, feel great. Good. That's it. Why do you guys have to go out there and have 10 beers? <laughs> three beers, you feel good. Ten beers, you feel terrible the next day. And he, when, when he would talk, because he would teach these like theology classes and religious classes that we, we needed to take. He talked about God like he legitimately had a stake in Notre Dame football. He'd be like, you know, you might be praying to to God and and wonder why, you know, He hasn't answered your prayer yet. He's like, well, <laughs> look, God's really busy, you know. He's got the he's got the Notre Dame game on Saturday. He's got he would leave,
1: list that every time. <laughs> <laughs> Great quote here, um, Bad Penny Petrish Hawkeye. They would watch Rudy every. <laughs> They would watch Rudy every night before quote shower time.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, it was nothing like that. Nothing like that. But my my dad was an altar boy in Bettendorf and that priest didn't do anything to him, but was one of the priests that, you know, got in big trouble. Oh and uh yeah. That was also the priest that married my mom and dad, and probably one of the reasons that that marriage didn't last. They got divorced when I was three, <laughs> and shortly after that, that priest was sent somewhere else.
1: What do you mean? Did he? What did he do to get make them get a divorce?
2: I don't know. I, oh. I I'm not saying he did anything. Oh, but he. My dad did say the only thing he saw from this priest that was weird. When he was a kid is that he would, and this sounds terrible now, but he didn't think anything of it at the time. He would come up behind altar boys sometimes and grab their nipples and twist them. (laughs) We shouldn't, why are we laughing? This is a horrible story. This is a horrible story for people that were abused and not making light of that
1: the notre dame fan who you showered with no
2: god no this is the priest that married my parents and my dad was an altar boy for these are totally different people so
1: he would go up by and look, boys in church and
2: <laughs>
1: yes that's what my daddy dad twister essentially yes and they
2: all thought it was weird <laughs> but that is weird <laughs> mike says they call it the old church reach around How, this was an emergency pod on realignment, Oregon and Washington joining the Big Ten and we ended up talking about me living with priests at St Ambrose in my dorm room, and my dad
1: having one of those perverted priests that got I was troubled. actually going to ask if you thought that that church was haunted with all the funerals that have probably oh, happened in there, but we don't need to go there all right let's get out of here. I got work to do what a what a time. <sighs> uh. Might have to do an emergency pod this weekend, too, because the Big 12 could add two more teams. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's volatile. It's very volatile. Thank all of our great sponsors. This
2: day started off, Williams, with reports that, well, you know what? You won't believe this, but the Pac-12 is going to stay together.
1: Yeah. I... I think that um those national reporters probably got calls from people at Washington State and Oregon State. That would be my guess. Honestly, there's gonna be some great stories to come out of this. Iowa State alumni and current Arizona State President Michael Crow has been a massive, massive anti Big Twelve force behind the scenes and all this.
2: Anti Big Twelve? Yeah,
1: he is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Sorry, I just saw the comment. <laughs>
1: We got to get out of here. You guys have Again, a great weekend. Father
2: Miklo was great at St. Ambrose. He, he just happened to live in our dormitory. That's not the same person my dad had as a priest when he was a kid. Totally different. Did you see Williams? I, I wish I had the name. Uh, uh, the guy that tweeted in to us said he, he, he watches Iowa Everywhere so much, and he has it on the TV so often that his kid is playing with his tractors on the carpet and he's pretending to plant channel
1: seed in the carpet. <laughs> I died. I thought that was hilarious. Oh, appreciate you guys. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for listening on the feed. We'll be back on Monday, potentially sooner.
0: Iowa Everywhere.